1: All right, my talkers, we have a jam-packed hour ahead of us here. We're going to have a little fun with Lori and Julia, so sit back and enjoy the next three hours of The LoJ Show. I
2: hope you don't hear us burping because we just had the most delicious lunch.
1: Oh, what'd you guys have?
2: Red Savoy
3: pizza. Oh, oh my isn't gosh. Isn't that stuff
1: delicious? I
3: haven't had it have? in so long.
1: Oh, a long time. Okay. It's
3: been a while for me, too, but I couldn't believe they have over 18 locations oh in the God. Twin Cities area. and Delish. Loaded pizza. Great yeah. value. Oh, my gosh. And we met Reed, the new
2: owner. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. So on. anyway, yeah, we're. I'm like so I, full. I ate. <laughs> like, I had. We had mac and cheese and cheese bread and the gluten free pizza and then
1: the. Ooh, everything. they got a gluten free. They have a gluten free
2: cl- crust,
3: yeah. nice. which is pretty amazing. Yeah,
1: that's clutch now for a lot of people. That's standard in our household, yeah. so that's huge. Yeah.
2: Oh, it was so, so good. good. So, so I, hope I hope we don't fall asleep. I hope we don't fall asleep. We're so. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: we really stuffed. and literally, it was just like. Half an hour ago, so we may, be, oh, yeah. we may fall asleep. I
1: can smell it on your breath.
3: Yes. It was so
0: good.
2: Well, we brought you some,
0: Grant.
1: I know, so it's out there. You can some on the break. I will be taking a few slices for All sure. All right,
2: Grant, you saw the Batman last
1: night. I did, and it was absolutely fantastic. Really? Absolutely. the best, In my eyes, and I know this is going to be sacrilegious to a lot of people, the best Batman I have seen. Through and through. Now I know everybody loves the Dark Knight and the Joker. Hands down, one of the best performances in any movie of all time. Heath Ledger as the Joker, and that gives the Dark Knight its beauty. But from start to finish, every character from Zoe Kravitz to Robert Patt- Pattinson to Paul even Dano? yeah, Paul, Paul Dano was at the end Joker esque in his performance as the Riddler when you got to actually meet him. Oh, my gosh.
2: Wow. Did the the audience applaud when the movie ended?
1: The audience did applaud. um,
2: (laughs) So they could leave?
3: Well, No, but I mean, when people love
1: a movie like this that has a franchise history... It was long, but to be honest with you, every single time you thought it was going to end, it continued on with enough action or good storyline where it kept you enthralled for all three hours. I was literally not upset with the fact after watching it that I spent three hours watching it. but Yeah.
2: Well, you're not alone. This is cinema blend. The Batman will go down as one of the best comic book movies in a long time. The script, performances, set pieces, visual storytelling
1: was phenomenal. The visual, amazing. One thing I want to point out there, there was one scene where the whole thing was backlit by gunfire. Wow. And if you want to talk about grasping moments... When you can see the Batman moving in the dark and only backlit by machine gun gunfire, it was okay. it was the lighting in that movie set the tone for everything. And I want to say dark, but not depressing.
3: Okay, okay, because they said there was rain in over an hour of yeah, the Yeah, it three. rained the whole
1: time. It yeah. rained. Yes, but it's not dark, depressing dark. It's dark enough to give the... You need to learn that this is Bruce Wayne and Batman in year two. This is young Batman. He's yeah. figuring out how to be... Right.
3: Oh, so that's interesting. So this is kind of a prequel. No, 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 well, no. Well, but I mean, it's young Batman. It's, he's it's a
1: younger version. It's year two. So actually the police don't even, you know. It's the
2: second year after his
1: parents have been killed. Yes. Yeah, so oh. you learn, he. that's why I think that this Robert Pattinson being in this, at first I was really not into him. Right. But he was dark and he was edgy. Exactly what they needed this character to be because you kind of learn that this stage of this movie for him, that's what he needed to be. The next one, he's probably going to come out a little bit open himself up and be Bruce Wayne and that's what I think where he will yeah. find his well match. Cinema
2: Blend also said Robert Pattinson shines as an emotional brooding <sighs> Batman next to Paul Dano's terrifying Riddler this is a modern masterpiece of filmmaking and another standout was Robert Pattinson's Batman and Jeffrey Wright's Commissioner Gordon was amazing. And he's streets.
1: from uh, Westworld. You yes, might have remembered yes. him. He is Commissioner Gordon. That was going to be one of my things. Was fantastic. And Zoe Kravitz, how was she? Sexy, strong. She was on like with her. You know, I don't want to say, th- but her athleticism to do the moves that she was doing as Catwoman. Perfectly done.
2: Yeah. Well oh, casted. Fun. And well the movie casted. opens this weekend, right? Yes. Friday night. Yes. Um also um Roger Friedman said this Batman is a darker night than ever before. It is wholly entertaining and full of surprises. And since it's only two years since his parents have been killed, the echoes of his parents are everywhere. Yeah. Wayne Manor looks more like the Limelight Nightclub. All Bruce has left is his loyal. Butler, Alfred, played by Andy Circus.
1: Yeah, and Andy Circus was one of the bad guys in Black Panther. He was the British dude with the. Um, if and he's you, yeah, Gollum. Gollum. Yeah, Gollum. Yeah, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But. Um, it is cool too because like you said it, in the beginning stages the 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 manner is not this big mansion even all of his technology his devices are in the beginning stages so you don't have this flashy batmobile sure. with bat wings on it okay. it's a hot rod with some real engine power i mean it's it's a true to self movie rather than like the past ones where the penguin was you know
2: Is the penguin Colin Farrell?
3: Yes. yes. And this?
1: he is sets up for the next one beautifully because they
3: say there might be spin-offs with yes, him.
1: Yes, and his character the beauty of him Was You couldn't even tell it was him, but I loved how, rather than in the past, like with Jim Burton's The Penguin, when Danny DeVito played him, he was this half-man, half-penguin. They didn't go that route. They went uh, just a dark gangster who really, really portrayed this weird creepy essence of a human being, which is the penguin. So mm-hmm. Colin Farrell was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm was gonna good. say you've gave,
3: you gave us a very good review though mm-hmm. compared to mine. It was good. They're calling it Bruce Wayne's beautiful nightmare. <laughs> it is a
1: movie. It is exactly that. And we will see the nightmare that is this one. And I hope that the next one where we can see more of Bruce Wayne and that will be the the beautiful part and we can see if Robert can be Bruce Wayne because he was a hell of a dark Batman, but can he be bruce wayne
2: yeah well people are also saying this is a refreshingly refreshingly bold new take on the dark night
1: yeah it is wow yeah i mean and the, you, you get uh like i said paul dano huh, he he had some epic monologues there that were really well done
2: yeah this it's is... a creeping angry white knuckle inducing psychological thriller with a heavy d- dose of crime noir
1: that's the part
2: and believe it or not it is a grimly beautiful masterpiece it, that's from the guardian
1: and the crime noir is what i liked the most about this because it wasn't your typical superhero movie it was like watching a crime drama yeah batman was a detective
2: yeah like okay. kids of chinatown he, or seven like he, one of those kinds yes of movies. so
1: he worked with commissioner gordon and it felt like you were solving a crime so for even for people who are like fans of ncis or shows like that it's like going on a crime. You learn things and you, there's this whole crime development and it's, it's like watching law and order or NCIS, yeah. but with Batman and commissioner Gordon, yeah. it's a right. cool aspect. Yeah. That is such
3: a, I, I'm going to give you, thank you. And mm-hmm. That's a very good review. And that sounds, I, I was just looking it up, Lori, cause I remember when we saw the dark Knight, mm-hmm. the family in 2008, we were in New York city and saw it when it first came out in times square and I just remember how excited we were, and how that movie was everything. Yeah, and so that's so great to
2: have another great movie out there. And now we know why Robert Pattinson fought to play the Batman in this one when he got the script.
1: Yeah, and you can tell he was, yeah, he was living that dark. He portrayed that darkness perfectly.
2: And was there great sexual chemistry between him and Catwoman? Oh
3: yeah, yeah. there
1: were some. There were some moments of kissing and and just where it was wow, very pat, very cool, very cool,
3: very fun. All right, so that comes out obviously
2: Friday. That's right. All right,
3: with... thanks for
1: letting me. Uh, oh, I I was well, really we excited to, to tell you. We I have... was really excited to tell you guys about oh, it. Oh so.
2: good. All right, listen, when we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of. It is March first. The Ides of March. The Ides of March, as Shakespeare would say. Okay, so if Coda were a racehorse, you guys, it'd be on its way to the Triple Crown because last night, uh, uh, Sean Hader's beautiful movie won the Hollywood Critics Association Award for Best Movie one night after winning the Screen Actor Guild for Best Ensemble in a Movie.
3: This, to me, is its such a good feeling. And, you know, yesterday we were talking about how People, you know, these quiet movies, you know, you just talked about going to see the Batman and I was reading something about how, you know, um, actors are finding their own movies to produce because they want to produce things that aren't franchise driven. And that really is all the studios are interested in right now is the franchise driven things that will bring a gazillion dollars. Mm -hmm. And so if you want like lovely movies about really different types of storytelling that isn't from a comic book. This just just feels... It's such a feel-good that Coda, it's children of deaf adults we've been talking about forever. It's on Apple Plus. It's wonderful. Neil,
2: Justin had a great story on the kid who plays the son in the Star Tribune today, and he's from Duluth. Yes. And so a great story about when the Oscar nominations uh, came out because Coda is shaping up as a very strong potential for best picture very quickly because we're in the last leg of the Academy Awards race and, and that they won the SAG... Hollywood Critics Association, they're on their way to their triple horse. So, and it comes from Apple, a streaming yeah. company. It never played in the theaters and it's had, you know, zero presence in the theaters. I think it came out last April. And so Apple is ahead of Netflix and uh, Amazon in their quest to become the first streamer to get a best picture, picture. statue. Wow. And um, Amazon offered being the Ricardos. The movie didn't get a nomination for the film, but three of the four leads are nominated for Oscars. And um, for Netflix, the stakes are higher. Primarily, they put all their money on The Power of the Dog. And um, she tied last night with uh, Dennis Villeneuve of Dune for Best Director. Oh,
3: okay. The lady that did The Power of the Dog. Yes. Okay. And um, they
2: tied. And Netflix can take some solace today. Andrew Garfield won Best Actor for Tick, Tick, Boom at the Hollywood Critics Association. And Kristen Stewart won for Spencer as Best Actress. So this Mm. is opening everything all up. Troy Katzor won Best Supporting for CODA, just like for the Screen Actor Guild. And Ariana DeBose won for Best Supporting Actress in West Side Story. So that seems like those two those are... Those two
3: kind are, of are going to get it. But those other two, Best um, Actress and Best... What's the other one? Supporting Actress? Mm-hmm. Those are two wide open things. Wow. Well, Best
2: Actor and Best Actress. Yeah. And then um, Best Comedy or Musical, Tick, Tick, Boom, one. Really? Best Documentary, Quest Love, Summer of Soul, which is a really great documentary. Best Horror Movie, Last Night in Soho. And Best Indie, indie Film, Pigs, starring Nicolas Cage, which... I've I did heard, C and Casey and I both liked it. You you saw that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay? Because yeah, yeah. So anyway, and I guess Chris, Kristen uh, Chris Stewart was hilarious, and so was Andrew Garfield getting up and speaking. They they were full. They literally just kept saying the f bomb, and um, and I guess it's appropriate for that event. It's very yes. loose, very yes. fun, very easy, but. Um, You know, Jessica Chastain for one day was the front runner for Best uh, Actress Oscar because she won a a SAG for um, Eyes of Tammy Faye. But Kristen Stewart and Penelope Cruz were not nominated for SAG Awards. So people are still saying the only real lock seems to be in the two supporting categories. and. There's a quite a bit of agreement that Will Smith for King Richard. Oh yeah. Is is the favorite performance. So
3: that is that is so were you so happy that Kristen Stewart won? Because that's your movie. I just refuse to see it yet. I have don't have the stomach.
2: She's everything. Right. She is the movie. And it that movie does make you see the groundhog day-ness of being in royal. the royal family in a way that I don't know that anything else has been done like it, that. But the the director, he's the same guy who directed um, the movie called Jackie with Natalie, oh, sure. Natalie Portman, Portman in it. Talks, and people either really liked uh, that movie or it was too quiet of a movie. I never saw it. Never, never did Because I just,
3: it's so funny, these I, yeah, I didn't have a flair
2: for it at the time. Yeah. I didn't like the way she talked. Yeah. And the ratings for this, the SAG Awards was about 1.8 million. Okay. So, but you know, it's it's not a good omen for this Sunday. The Spirit Awards will be on the IFC channel. And that's. I that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's on a lot Is of basic okay. cable, cable, but it's at the same place the Santa Monica, right. the, hang, the Barker Hanger. And um, that's usually a fun show, though. I know, but we've never ever watched it. I have watched it once. Oh, you have? I have okay. watched
3: it once. I, who's seeing that? Tay Diggs or something usually does that or something. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and I've seen it before because it's funny because it's loose, like you said. Right. No one really cares.
2: Yeah. Okay, so, I want to know what you guys think happened with, uh, we'll just call it Larry David's uh, documentary it that was premiered going, last night. No,
0: tonight.
1: No. On oh,
2: it's on tonight. HBO. Yes. But the trailer's been pulled. The show's been pulled. You can't even find the trailer on YouTube.
1: Yeah, there's some speculation. And they released a statement. Did you guys hear about no. what they said?
3: No. So, first of all, is it pulled from Do- airing yeah. tonight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So oh.
1: Hours before it was supposed to be available he to the public. He directed it. Yeah. And he they pulled it. And apparently, it's been pulled because it says here that... The HBO official documentary HBO documentary Twitter account said that Larry David's story on HBO Max is being postponed. Instead, Larry has decided he wants to do it in front of an audience. Stay tuned for more info.
2: But why kill the movie?
1: I think it's maybe he wants I thought I was talking about this with Donna. Pretty
2: pretty bad to quote Larry David.
1: <laughs> but like maybe he's doing it to like as a he wants to do like a one man show for a premiere thing and then release it to HBO Max. I don't know. It seems very strange.
2: He's having um, anxiety, I guess. Well, that... You know... Because I I read something about him a couple weeks ago,
3: and and it's re-quoted in Deadline, that he never thought of himself as funny.
2: He never thought, you know. Well, because he just is. He just yeah, is. He yeah, is yeah, that he, person. Larry is. David that you see <laughs> in Curb Your Enthusiasm is pretty much Larry <laughs> David in real life. <laughs> yeah, I would much. love to run into him <laughs> oh, at the polo line. Die. Lounge. Oh, my God. Die. Laurie, 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 he, he would love he, you. You're his he, <laughs> type. We, he would die for us. <laughs> and he's single again. Oh, gosh. Remember we now had his wife on Larry David, David. Yes.
3: Yes. She wrote a
2: book. She wrote a book. And they were married like 18 years. And she's very involved with climate change and oh my gosh she she got she got a nice chunk of change because she was with him for Mm -hmm. maybe 18 18 years and maybe no prenup i think i got that seinfeld money yeah my thigh would be two of his. He's very petite But everybody is the right size, laying down. That's right. Horizontal. I love it. I love it. I love your Hollywood uh, dreams (laughs) for me, Larry. I do. He would like us so much, but he would really like you. I know he would. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And our best chances of running into him are, you know, all the spots we didn't get to this last weekend Mm because we were you know, here in Minnesota. And not, that's all
3: right. We're going to, we'll, we'll see be there him. next year. I would die to, he's one we've never met. No, I mean, I think he would get a kick out
2: of us. Yeah. And I love that. More than not, I would just like to make him uncomfortable. <laughs> I think it would be hard to make I him gonna uncomfortable. I was going to say, I don't know if you could. Because he would just, he would give us a lot of crap I, Which it, we would love. we'd tell him we're being filmed right now. hmm You know, this for our reality show, we just like kind of try and (laughs) play them like that. You know, Julia's got a camera in her hair. Oh yeah, where all cameras are. It's really it's, it's in, in my, my eye. It's in your yeah. It's in your eye. I'm <laughs> Recording as we speak.
3: <laughs> Hold yeah. on, I want to blow. Uh, go uh, zoom out. Oh Lord, I am. I
1: am a little bummed though that we can't watch this right away. Obviously, there's something. To it, like I you said my
2: DVR. I mean, I'm there's got to be yeah. something up.
1: But like he said, they said that he wants to do it in front of an audience.
2: He got cold feet. It uh, must HBO's be really fu- out there or something. Is furious with him. I mean, you, there's editing that went on. I wow, mean, it's a ninety minute show.
3: Do you, do
1: you think he was worried? Maybe he said something that might that's offend some I, people, th- and thinking, he wants to go back no, and I'm erase? thinking that.
3: But that would have already been taken care of. And he never worries about offending
1: anybody because no, he, he doesn't care.
2: He do, did confess in the trailer. I am a total fraud, but I don't think that's why <laughs> he
1: canceled it. <laughs> I don't either.
2: Wow, oh, I know. What interesting he, story.
1: Yeah, very yeah. interesting.
2: All right, listen. What's happening with our traffic? Yeah,
1: probably a lot. Yeah, well, not too bad right now.
2: So, last night in New York, it wasn't just the Batman premiere, which I really didn't see that many photos of. I don't know if there's an embargo or something. I don't think so, because the reviews are out yeah. there. But uh, the Adam Project debuted, uh, had his pr- film premiere in um, New York City last night. And this is Ryan Reynolds' uh, Netflix project, which starts this week. And he and Blake... Lively. She looks amazing on the red carpet. We posted the photos from that. She's wearing the most gorgeous sun-kissed gown. And it's kind of cold in New York last night, so she wore, I had one of these, Julia, in the late 80s, a denim jacket to her thigh. I saw it. One of those long yep. jacket. It's so late eighties. I love it. So and is this a know, movie or a? Series? The, it's a movie, movie on Netflix. And uh, have you ever wondered what it would be like to go back in time to visit your childhood self? Would you even like you? Starring <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. It's an original script, so we know he does well with his originals. Oh, think of um,
1: think of the banter between him and his younger self. It's going to be hilarious.
2: Yeah. So Mark <laughs> Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner. Um, Catherine Keener and Zoe Saldana oh. are in it, and Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo Ruffalo were in the GMA studio, and she wore the most amazing black, black halter. halter dress. She looked great. She looked great. So anyone who's like been feeling sorry for Jennifer Garner that her ex is wandering all around. The place, you know, with Jennifer uh, Lopez and they look amazing. Jeez. Jennifer Gardner can get it. Oh, she yeah. looks, oh, she man. looks ama- amazing. amazing. And she's so cute. So we've got a little audio here, not not very much from uh, GMA this morning.
0: The hit rom com 13 going on 30. Now they are reunited. It feels so good in the new film, The Adam Project. Please welcome Jennifer Gardner and Mark Ruffalo back here right. to Times Square. Thank so you. lovely. We'd love Talking in commercial break. Yeah. You guys are really. This is real. This is real. But we were. It cannot be 18 years since 13 going on 30. Yeah. Uh, it oh, is. And, uh, it, it and doesn't our crew is like right it. I know,
4: it doesn't. But at the same time, it really does.
0: Yeah, but do you remember uh... Razzles? Of course. Well, our crew Candy. remembered it as well. Bring it out, boys. Yes. Oh. Uh, what do you think that Jenna. And Maddie would be up to 18 years later tomorrow. Well,
4: I think yeah. they would have a son. And I think he would look a lot like Ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> which is weird.
4: <laughs> which is crazy. Because
1: he's like four years older than us.
4: <laughs> and <laughs> and, I, and it, I think that, yeah, that maybe he he'd becomes be a, time a time traveler.
2: Because <laughs> we're into time travel stuff. We love stuff. that kind of thing. Like, we're really, yeah, that's a big part yeah, of the life. They are the best you know, media
0: trained people me you, seen They in are so Thank trained because are. they face <laughs> that. <laughs> right into the other part, right into the new one. It's a candy. And a gum. And a gum. It is yes. yes. Because you guys, in this one, you play a married couple. hmm So tell us a little bit more about the film.
4: Well, we play a married couple. You see us together for one scene, but the scene itself is really kind of important to the movie. So we feel like the history of Maddie and Jenna and all the sweet love that people give 13 going on 30 really um, adds to the feeling of the movie, and it really does feel like a continuation in a way, right? It
2: feels like Maddie and Jenna tied the knot. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Again.
3: Okay. <laughs> and we're really happy. So, serious, it does feel like a continuation of 13. That, that's kind of what, you
2: know, I mean, this is what the tease that they mm. were uh, uh, doing. So I love that movie. And, of course, they're playing... Ryan Reynolds parents when he was 12. Okay, got because it. Ryan Reynolds plays this future Pilot who somehow finds his younger self. Okay. Yeah, they I think here's what they say about playing the parents
1: What's it like playing Ryan Reynolds mom? Um,
4: you know <laughs> he does not make his bed first of all. No, <laughs> um, no I mean Ryan is just we just love that guy, he's amazing. He's heaven. And little Ryan, Walker Scobell, who, this is his first movie and he plays the young version because it's time travel, you see both, Ryan older, Ryan younger, and Walker Scobell is just out of this world. But man, Ryan Reynolds wore every hat, he produced, he wrote a bunch of this stuff, he killed it every single day. Mm. Uh, he's just—he's amazing. And this, honestly, watching it last night,
3: you, he is a pure movie star in this movie.
2: Wow. How did you? I'm proud of my boy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. So it's on Netflix this Friday. Yes. And oh my
2: gosh, it sounds so good. And Blake Lively is wearing Versace mm-hmm. when you're looking at the red carpet. This candy ribbon dress—it's so pretty. And she, Jennifer Garner was wearing Votier. Vo- 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 both V mm-hmm. um, A U T H I E R, some french brand um halter does wonders on a woman's shoulders yeah it's march 11th so it's next friday that this oh, comes okay. on netflix and um and and zoe saldano she i think is a time traveler along with ryan reynolds and um anyway it 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 seems like it could be really a good movie. And I saw Ryan Reynolds on CBS Sunday morning with the guy who helped write it and direct it, Sean Levy. Um, And they had such funny chemistry. And I just think of what was his original show that he created his movie?
1: Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Uh, Van Wilder? From no. back when he was, the, he no. never graduated from Going college. Going
2: forward, his yes. movie that was so successful. Oh, Deadpool! Yeah, oh, Deadpool. Yeah. oh yeah. Deadpool. yeah. I mean, and that was like improv and yes. original idea. Oh yeah, idea. Yes.
1: And now he's writing the third script. He has a big yeah. part in writing the, the third script. And the way
2: he was talking about it, and also the way Jennifer Garner, that there is, and you know, and people will ask that, like on a red carpet, what well, would you go back and tell your younger acting wait, wait, self right, and right. stuff. So it's kind of just a play on that. So don't let your head hurt too much thinking about the paradoxes of time travel. Sometimes people get, you know, wigged out about time travel shows.
3: I I, I love, love a time travel so show to wife back to the future. Yeah. I mean we yeah. love a time travel oh. show. And
2: I know. Best
1: I know a trilogy and out the, there. And
3: the time traveler's wife is coming back as a series. We saw it originally as the movie.
2: With Eric Bana.
3: Eric Bana so and Rachel. Um, Get yeah, it was mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, you know, it, it was, was too terrible. much book
2: for a two-hour movie. It really is,
3: because this was one of our first books, Audrey Niffenfinger, who is a taxidermist, which is a funny thing about taxidermy because they were interviewing Benedict Cumberbatch from the old dog movie. Oh, The Power of the, the Dog. The Power of the Dog, where he mm-hmm. plays this Western man. And, yeah. And she said, you really, I think this is Laverne Cox interviewing him on the red carpet at the Sega World Sunday, and she asked, you know, you had to learn a ton of different skills to be in this Western movie. And he goes, and she said, were there any that they never used? And he said, yes, taxidermy. I had to learn how to be a taxidermist. <laughs> You know, stuffing dead animals and they never used it in a scene. <laughs> oh but it just gosh. made me laugh and I always
2: think of Audrey Niffenfinger. From Chicago. Audrey Neffen ne- Neg ne- beggar. So yeah, easy for you I to I can say. spell it. It's N I F F E N N E G G E R
3: one of the best books ever, The
2: Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah. Her second one was good too. Well, geez, I'm glad that there wasn't taxidermy because Sam Elliott might have exploded. Have you guys, no. Grant, have you seen any of this, Sam Elliott uh, from 1883?
1: I, I have not, no. Okay, so
2: we went on the Mark Marin podcast, okay. and Sam Elliott is 77 years old. He plays. Really, what I think is him, the classic, the classic part cowboy. in yeah. 1883. He's just so great, and um the last time I really saw him on television was when he played in the last season of Justified without oh, his yeah. mustache, and oh. we
3: we couldn't get <laughs> we over, couldn't get over it.
2: it. We we just wanted is that mustache. mustache to be back. Yeah, and yeah he played that's... kind of a bad guy. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. So. You know and I will talk about that a little a little in a little bit but I watched 1883 so he's he's done no press but now that this 10th episode is aired and because 1883 just like with Yellowstone the big numbers for the show kind of are all this week okay, got okay it. Okay cuz it's streaming on Sunday so night So people want to binge it yeah. In the, yeah 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 whatever yeah. you know so he's out there and he's on Mark Maron's podcast and Mark Marin, because they're talking about cowboys and mm-hmm. Sam Elliott told a very funny story about how at the end of filming, he told Tim McGraw he didn't learn a bleeping thing. I mean, he swears like a cowboy. Sam Elliott with two T's. <laughs> yeah. Um, And so Mark brings up the power of the dog and Sam Elliott says, you want to talk about that piece of bleep? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and you know, it's nominated right. for best picture right, right. and best uh, director, and I haven't finished it. And neither and is Grant. Yeah. For the uninitiated, it stars Benedict Cumberbatch as a closeted gay rancher in 1925 Montana who's abusive towards his new sister in laws, her, the new sister in law, Kirsten Dunst, and her son. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's a, a depressing kind of story, but he, he, Uh, Said, he said, what's with all these bleeping cowboys in that movie? They look like they're running around in chaps and no shirts. Um, They. They're wearing bow ties and not much else. They look like uh, Chippendales. (laughs) There's the Western in this Western. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cumberbatch never got out of his bleeping chaps. He had two pairs of chaps, a woolly pair and a leather pair. And every bleeping time he'd walk in from somewhere, he's never on a horse, maybe once he'd walk into the bleeping house, storm up the bleeping stairs, go lay in his bed and play his banjo. And it's like, what the hell? No cowboy lays down with his chaps on. Yeah. He even mentioned this too
1: when we had this. <laughs> okay, up, funny. We had that audio about last week when he was on today talking about eighteen. I think it was today he was talking about eighteen eighty three. Remember how he said like he gets coffee served, so it's different than working out, like being in that real Oregon yeah. Trail. But he, I took part of it out there. He's because he said he loves working in westerns because they're usually black and white. It's very down the middle. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Right? But he made a comment in that. So he's like other than this movie the power of the dog which is completely gray and i have no idea what's which going about, on. You're
2: right he did say he, that so he really doesn't like he's that been movie and i will about this. say i did notice that. That Benedict, as as a motorcycle chick who had a light, you know oh summer gosh, chaps, and I had my fall chaps and oh, the spring chaps grand. for the cold. Honestly, <laughs> you do not. You walk around bars in your chaps, a restaurant where you're at, but nobody, unless you're passed out drunk, lays down in and relaxes in your, your chaps. chaps. Right? They've they've on horses. You don't you want that on said, your best Yeah, head. but yeah. he's never on a horse, you know, or whatever. But yeah. anyway, I did think, God, this guy never get, takes off these woolly chaps. That <laughs> is just so funny that he has strong opinions
3: yeah, about he, him.
1: Yeah, about the, the power and, of God And I do, also huh?
3: love the other comment about Tim McGraw saying, you know, I learned I so learn much. I a from,
1: bleeping
2: thing from you.
3: Tim McGraw tells him, thank <laughs> you, I learned so much. And then his response. Hi, he there. sounds... I, like a good man, with
2: two T's. Yep. Yeah. All right. Listen. <gasps> when we come back, all right. Speaking of eighteen eighty three, I got the scoop on uh, what's happening with the sequel. Taylor Sheridan was on the red carpet. A gallon of tears will be shed when you watch the finale of eighteen eighty three. A gallon of tears.
1: Oh no. I oh got it. so good. We're playing cool music. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's it, really good. It's gone viral on TikTok, too. Yeah, There's quite oh, the dance for that song. It's oh, pretty it's, fun. You know,
2: I heard begging
3: on a very top pop radio station here in town. I thought,
2: we wanted, I wanted to... Yeah. I'm
3: begging, yeah. begging you. Yeah, no,
2: we got it. All right, so, you know, um, last night, I'm, I'm like, Casey, let's watch 1883. The finale was Sunday night. There's going to be more and more people that are watching it. I don't want to... You know, I want to just watch it because we've watched it every like we watch it on Monday, not right. on Sunday. Right. And um, you know, I've talked about it like you know that it was it was slow, the Can slowest we, wagon wheel.
3: Journey. Grant and I kind of have taken a pause. I mean, okay. Grant, are you even caught up?
1: No. Um, All right. <laughs> well, I am two. I have the last two to watch.
3: Okay, I paused after the first. Two.
2: This will be a, a, the spoiler free zone, but I will just say okay, this: the you. tenth and final episode of eighteen eighty three brings the whole thing together and i don't know if i cried a gallon of tears last night because i'm also worried sick about what's going on in ukraine right. and i just feel like a lot of people feel on edge about all of that but How about our world about 100%. our world but from the beginning of that that episode until the end it is it comes together so that the whole season is really about this one thing, and I won't say what the subject is, but it is so amazing. And worth the watch. It is so amazing. It ends up being maybe one of the best shows I've ever watched. It's so (laughs) deep and poignant and meaningful and incredible and hopeful and a message that resonated in 1883 is a message that you can take and put into 2022. Mm-hmm. And Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, I feel bad that I said they weren't actors the, yesterday when I was being snarky oh. about the SAG Awards because they both were so great in this role the girl, the daughter, oh, that the d- son. Sam Elliott, you know. Really, Lori, look at you, okay? It's it's honestly Good. one of the most incredible, incredible. Did Casey feel he the same felt way? the exact same way. And then, then you think, okay, is there going to be 1884? No. Tyler, or Taylor Sheridan. The creator of Yellowstone so, and this. This show, come hell or high water, an original. This is All what kinds, he said. Sixes, yeah. He said, no uh 1883 is a is is a standalone, standalone. show all right and i, I don't that 1932 is the second season of 1883 love this and what it will be the young characters <sighs> that we met in 1883 are now grown up yes it's the prohibition great depression they've Settled, you yes. know, because that was the mission yep, yep, of 1880. Yep. They're being pioneers and they're looking to settle somewhere. And that's really all that he would say. No casting has been done. Um, uh, so obviously, you know, several key characters you know, won't be coming back because it's 1932 and the show... Starts and yeah. ends like basically 1884.
3: It ends. Hmm. Wow. All right. Oh. I like it. Okay. So we really quit this. Yeah. We yeah. quit it
2: hardcore because it was so slow. But again, you know, like, uh it, just like Yellowstone took a while for the matches to, masses catch, on, to yeah. catch on because one of the Taylor Sheridan things that he does is he really wants you to feel the beauty of the landscape, the mm-hmm. land, the sky. Fall the in love the with animals. Yellowstone. Yeah. You, to fall in love with the the world around you, that, the land
1: that they're defending,
2: that they're defending, <laughs> you and know? people are defending or, it, the, the native people yeah. are defending yeah, it, exactly. you know, they show that. And so, um, it's it just I can't wait for you guys to watch it. And I, okay. I just know that you will cry and cry. And it's going to make you I think have of so a lot many of things. episodes
3: to watch, but okay, I, I love it. I look, cry I, look I look, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I love so a If cry. it's a
2: stormy weekend this weekend or something, you can get cozy. There sure. is. There is, you know, we do, you guys haven't gotten there yet, but there is some, some lightning strike sex in that. Um, Mm. We haven't gotten there at all.
1: Yes, now that you, I
2: quite liked.
1: So you were saying these are all standalones, right? So, so
2: 1932 will be, be another the next standalone, one and then who knows if then the next one will be like the 70s. See, I, that's
1: I really like this approach because you too. you're not going to drag out something that could or couldn't be good. You know, you got your you point know, in 1883. We're going to move on to the 30s. Get this generation. Then you said like this. I think that this is a more unique approach to giving out the prequel, the family, the yeah. history than just doing like four different seasons of each of these different right, time periods. Right,
2: and. You know, and I always wondered how Tim McGraw and Faith Hill would like commit to. But I thought, well, they're empty nesters, and he doesn't tour all the time, and maybe they do. They seem like they want to act. You know, and well, he's acted in many, has many other things. Has, he's been in many, a lot of other, things, other things. and She's things. been in, in videos. Yeah, right. right. Light acting. Anyway, so I, I didn't. I thought. <laughs> and <laughs> Paramount has greenlit 1932. Love it's it. a go. He's got the script. Everything is written. And I
3: like. I think it'd be fun to see about that time period. Heck yeah. You yeah. know, in the Wild Wild West, I really want to.
1: S- I want to see Laurie's next prediction. If it's like the 70s and 80s, like that generation of of John oh. as a young man. You know how they show him hanging out with his father in Yellowstone. Like oh. even get that actor to play him the young. Because that actor yeah. who does a young Kevin yeah. Costner does a pretty and, good job.
2: And we see a you'll recognize this character, this person from Dances with Wolves, an oh. iconic Native guy okay. actor. Okay. Native cool. American actor, and you're like, oh, we know that guy oh, from yeah. so
3: many. Oh, I I am now. I'm
1: yeah, now get- we're gonna go back. yeah, this, this is a good and cozy. you finished the
2: Vikings. I mean, honest to God, Vikings Valhalla, yeah. Casey and I just like, and she went dancing this last
3: weekend. TV. I know, I, I mean, got went to hot time. yoga last night and tried to Tried, because it was it's called flow, so you're on your own a little while, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they go through three. It was so hot, it felt yeah. so good. But suddenly I'm just laughing because I'm facing the wrong direction. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm looking around at other people.
2: Shungaraya.
3: <laughs> you
1: would be the best <laughs> now, person to have in a class like yeah. that. Oh, no. I'd be clueless too. in oh, a hand God up someone to touch the crystal ball and lift
2: your leg I up I tried do to get Casey flowing. to do yoga with me oh, because so he's much. so stiff. It feels so good, but I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh. Yeah, And that's basically he does not want a pretzel himself um, <laughs> into <laughs> a position he might not be able to My get friend. out of. My friend's husband
3: came with us last Sunday. You'll take advantage, and he he didn't have on the right underwear. Right, we laughed
2: so hard. So hard, yeah. He's
3: like, "I am. There's. How do I get out of this? Right, (laughs) right. No, that's what happens. You can
2: pretzel yourself into a very unbecoming situation. Unbecoming. We laughed that involves tooting, and there was no tooting. It was more just squeezing and hurting you know and, what i hear more instructors toot in like, i've never heard classes. One.
3: Oh, you haven't they I I have. played oh. cr- crank the music loud enough indio <laughs> you're trying to be more peaceful well we have music. well we have to combat you know the cycling and the
2: kickboxing in the other room oh geez louise i know uh by the way it was um, funny though uh, scotland yard is investigating a big theft in uh in the uk who's he scotland yard Oh, Scotland Yard. Yeah. I thought it was Scott Linyard. No, Scotland Yard. I know who they are.
1: The, you know, the I, I took that too. You're not alone there. I you. did. Okay.
3: I'm like,
2: who's he? They are investigating. He is investigating the crown, the TV show, season five. The had, props and the jewelry was stolen. They had a lot of stuff stolen. Yeah. Yes. Just the, over the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $200,000 worth of uh, props. It's arts, antiques. It's jewelry. It's a Fabergé egg. Knockoff. Yeah. But still, I, yeah. I'm telling 350 you, 50 props were stolen. That's a lot of vans. That is a lot. You would. That's right. a lot, lot of vans.
3: vans. here. Oh, we'll be. Back.